Hey guys, welcome to the Wild PPC Bunch podcast. My name is Lazar and I'm a PPC nerd. I have over 10 years of experience in online advertising and currently I'm the owner of the growing Amazon advertising agency called Sellers Alley. And I'm Brent, the owner of AMZ Pathfinder. I started this company five years ago and we've been working in online advertising since 2013. Every week we will spend around 30 minutes covering one topic and it will get nerdy, I promise. We'll prepare a topic covering everything from PPC basics, in-depth strategy, and current trends. One thing's for sure, you won't be bored and you will hear insights, tactics, and ideas straight from two experienced agency owners. So strap in for the ride and enjoy. Hello. So it's another day for PPC talk with experts and this one is going to be recorded and afterwards played on Wild PPC Bunch podcast. Uh, this time Brent is not with me, but like last time when we had 48 hour live stream, we have Julia with us that was, that, that talked about many chat sequences and you guys really loved it. So Julia is once again here and she's going to talk about chat sequences. Julia, maybe you would like to introduce yourself first? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me again, Lazar. Um, so today we are going to talk about the 10 ways to use ManyChat in your Amazon advertising strategy. So because obviously this event is um, hosted by Sellers Alley, and uh, we are going to talk about we are going to talk about how many chat can work for PPC and for your advertising. Um, take that angle. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting, and I have a lot of information to share today, like a lot. Um, and um, I actually wanted to make it very like interactive. Uh, so that's why uh, I'm going to also share like a chat bot, uh, demo chat bot that you can get um, in the presentation in just a moment. And you can see all of the talking points that we are going to cover today, as well as some extra tips that we might not have time to cover uh, today because we are limited on time. But um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited and let's get started. Yeah, great. Uh, so, like, can you tell us more about ManyChat? Like, how do you plan to, like, you, you feel free to start, like, with presentation. Like, do you want me to share a presentation with you right away? Or, like, would you like to talk a bit first? Or um, do you have some idea? I have presentation, so I okay. don't know. I should, yeah, um, okay, let yeah. me just, so share screen. Um... <laughs> Yeah, for those that don't know, while Julia is clicking on, on share screen, uh, Julia is one of the smartest girls I know. And like, she's a really big expert on, on many chat sequences. So I'm really happy that we have her here today with us. And mm -hmm. Kevin, Olivia, Sandy, I'm excited. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, can you see my, see my screen right now? Yep. My presentation. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, like I mentioned, I'd like to make it very interactive. That's why um, you can use this QR code, you can scan it, and then you'll get access to the chatbot with all the things that we are going to cover today and even more with uh, some extra tips. And actually, there's also a link for those who can't. Wait, I want to do it. Sorry, guys. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you want to scan it? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I already scanned it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, there is also a link for those who may have issues with scanning it. Um, wait, what did, what did they name the link? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, just 10 ways. So basically, bigsupai.me slash 10 ways, and you'll also get um, access to this chatbot. As, it's the same. Okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about is, and in general, um, I tried to make it like more um, structured so that we can see um, from stage one till stage 10, because we're going to have the 10 ways today, we're going to cover 10 things uh, to kind of see some kind of, um, you know, structure, okay, this is step one, this is step two. So that's um, what we're going to do today. We're going to start with talking about pre-launch and launch of the product, uh, you know, your advertising, optimizing your listing, all things like that. And uh, we're going to go up to the step 10 that's going to be um, scaling your brand outside of Amazon. So it's going to be like a lot of material. I have um, just a quick one for those guys that are going to listen to this podcast. Like you can obviously see everything on our YouTube uh, page as well. But for those that are going to listen to the podcast, like how, what's the best way to get to your many chat sequence that you're sharing us with us? Like through QR code, like to go to your Facebook page or how? Um, you mean to get access to this chatbot? Yeah, yeah. Like while they're listening to the podcast, like how they can yes. get to the bot. Yes, yes. They can either scan this QR code that uh, they're going to see on all the slides or um, use the link pixelfy.me slash 10 ways. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Great. So um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the pre-launch process. Um, I think many Amazon sellers, they are... Start, they start building their launch strategy starting with actually when the product is going to go live on Amazon. They don't really do much before that. And uh, they only start, you know, the launch. So they turn on the uh, PPC, they launch their Facebook ads, this many chat if uh, they are doing that, or they email their customers about the upcoming launch. Well, not upcoming, just the launch. Typically, they do it on the first day of the launch, and then they do it like um, all the time till. Basically, they finished the launch. However, I would suggest uh, that you consider for your business to um, do what the, all the big brands are doing. They are all they all have the pre-launch strategy, and they start the launch way before the product goes live. So they do it a few weeks before. Some even do it a few, few months ago. The um, I mean, sorry, um, a few months ahead of the launch. And that way, they're building this list of customers who are really, really interested in getting the product, and they are being added to a special list, and they're just waiting for when uh, this product is going to finally be live. Um, mm -hmm. So this is a very, very good uh, thing to uh, for your business to implement. Um, in terms of ManyChat, when you're going to do that, you're basically going to start a Facebook ad um, for your upcoming product launch. You're going to uh, create that list of people who are interested in the product, which will also make it kind of more, um, I don't know, like reliable or so, because when you're just turning on the Facebook ads and, for example, you need to uh, get a certain amount of people every day to buy the product, sometimes you might not hit that target. Uh, but if you build that long, you build that launch list in advance, then you can just keep emailing them or sending them the messenger notification with this system every day to as many people as you need. And you know that you will have those people who need to buy the product. So that's no problem. Um, and the, because some of you will have the question, well, how am I going to be able to message those people about the launch? Because now Facebook 
changed so many things and you're not supposed to message your messenger subscribers um, after 24 hours from their last um, um, interaction with the chatbot. Well, there is such a thing as a one-time notification, OTN, that you can use that. You can basically tell people, if you're interested in finding out, well, in uh, being notified as soon as we launch that product, click here. And when they click the, uh, that button, you can message them at any point in the future about that launch. And yeah, that's basically um, how I think is the smart way to do your pre-launch to make sure everything's going is going smoothly. Oh, cool. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> okay. Do you have any questions so far or anyone? No, I think it's pretty straightforward. Like, just one question. Like, you mentioned, like, when somebody clicks, um, and, and after that, you can send send them a message. Like, that's a message, like one, or you can s spam them a, a bit more. So that's just one message. Um, yeah, because Facebook is really trying to preserve the uh, the audience that they have. The, they are they are um, well customers, I guess, just Facebook users. And that's why they're limiting your ability to message your uh, messenger subscribers, unfortunately. So you can just send one message per one OTN, but you can have multiple OTN if you want. For example, you can um, ask them, would you like to be notified about the product launch? Would you like to be notified about our Black Friday deals? And just have like kind of multiple touch points like that. Ooh, and then nice. you will be able to send one message per each OTN that you collect. That's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is often also used by, um, for example, when there are some conferences or so, they can also create an OTN for that to notify about the conference. But um, for Amazon sellers, obviously, that's product launches. That's uh, big events like Black Friday, Prime Day, this kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Okay, so the second one is solidifying your indexing and keyword relevancy. So after we are done with the pre-launch, we are going to move into the launch stage. And uh, there you will need to start getting sales as soon as possible because your product is um, not considered relevant for the keywords that are in your listing. Because, uh, I don't know, maybe you have like a, you're selling pillows, but then your listing is all about selling, I don't know, like uh, some products for pets or something like uh, Amazon algorithm wants some proof that your listing is really what what uh, you say it is. So the keywords that you used in your listing, the Amazon algorithm needs kind of some um, proof that they are really relevant to, uh, to your product. That's why when you start getting sales through those keywords, either through BPC or through ManyChat, like organic full price sales, it really, really improves your keyword relevancy. And it really makes it way easier for you to rank your products. So this is the first thing that you need to do. You need to um, turn on the exact match BPC for your main keywords. I would suggest like having a list of, let's say, 10 um maybe 15 exact match very very relevant keywords that you know that you're going to be converting through them because this is what the people are looking for and so you target those keywords as well as drive some organic um organic sales full price purchases through let's say many chat your email list it can be there are many ways to do it and just a few sales is enough to well through each keyword that you want to establish your keyword relevancy um, to but still, um, if they are kind of uh, similar, if they are 
from the same keyword group, then uh, even improving your keyword relevancy for one keyword is going to also affect the whole like huge list of keywords. Like, um, for example, if it's a, um, let's say, product cat tree, right? But um, you want to also target um, kind of secondary keywords, which is going to be cat tree for large cats or for big cats or whatever. You're going to, mm-hmm. by targeting any of those keywords, even the long tails, you're also going to affect your relevancy for the big keywords, which is cat tree, for, just as an example. Um, so, yeah, this is very important stage. Um that will make ranking way, way easier. Nice. That makes a lot of sense, to be yep. honest. Yeah. So b- basically, like, uh, you, you, you create uh, push campaigns for exact keywords for that you want to rank for. And like, you let the algorithm realize that you're highly relevant. And yes. after, like, after that, like, is it important to, like, I, I, I know it is, but like, for, for, for the listeners, like, how important it is to, to build sales over time, is it going to affect your ranking and like uh, comparing to other uh, products from the same niche? Like, is it going to like if your CTR is lower or conversion rate is lower or higher on the other end? Like, is it going to affect your relevancy and and, and is it going to affect like overall BSR? It will. It will. Um, that's why it's so important during the launch to just like you said to build sales and to show higher than average in the niche conversion rate and, and click through rate which typically is kind of it's doable just because you are during the, the launch you're controlling a lot of the traffic so you can really make sure that um you are getting pretty decent conversion rate just because you are you have those full price purchases from many chat and you you target the very specific keywords that are super relevant. It's very important not to drive uh, non-relevant traffic. So, for example, if uh, you had auto campaigns, but all of a sudden from from day one of the launch, but then all of a sudden they would start driving non-relevant keyword. I mean, non-relevant uh, clicks and purchases to your prod uh, to your product listing. That would be pretty bad because it will confuse the, the Amazon algorithm, and it will be like, okay, so which pr- is it this product or is it that product? I don't understand what to uh, improve its ranking for. So um, while you have that control in the initial stage of the launch, it's very important to do everything right. Nice. Good to know that. Yep. I know you already knew this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's important to, to, to share, you know. Yep. That's true. Um, so the third part is to start improving, working, and focusing on your sponsored and organic ranking. So once we established the keyword relevancy, we can now focus on pushing it even further and, um, you know, just uh, drive more sales. At this stage, I would also recommend to uh, turn on your broad and phrase match campaigns. It typically happens probably like on day seven, 10 of the launch. So once you kind of already established and gave the necessary data to the Amazon algorithm that your product is relevant for those just 10 keywords, let's say, Uh, you can now start expanding without worrying that it will confuse the Amazon algorithm. So yeah, at this stage, turn on uh, broad and phrase campaigns just to make sure that you are scaling because it's very important to be increasing your sales every day if you can, but at least like, let's say if you're looking on weekly averages, 
each week should be more sales than the previous week. Uh, so that you are showing that, yes, your product started with, let's say, two sales a day, but now you're building it up. And now it's making 10 sales a day or 15 sales a day. And that will really, really boost your ranking by a lot, as well as you, if you can also maintain your uh, decent CTR click-through rate, as well as conversion rate. Yeah, do you think like it, it wouldn't improve like if if you get if you triple the amount of sales, but your CTR goes down for like five times? Um, it's hard to say. I would <laughs> so triple the amount of sales, right? Well, if you triple them, then it's kind of this is sales is what matters the most because then you will have lower BSR, so better BSR. Potentially, you can win Amazon's choice badges, all this kind of stuff. And just because you will have, you will be driving more sales um, on your listing, Amazon will be more likely to push your product uh, higher in the search results. Uh, just because you're, you know, as like Amazon wants to make money. So every time your product is being sold, Amazon makes a cut of that. That's why they're interested in your product is really making a lot of sales. Um, so I would probably say that tripling the sales matters matters most more more than um, you know if your CTR drops five x. What would you say? To be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> that's that's a, it's a hard one. Answer. Yeah, like from PPC perspective, like when you look at at at, at the the positions where you can, you can advertise, it's like real estate on Amazon and like. Nobody wants to keep somebody there for a long time while somebody else can can make sales, and that's the tricky part. Like when you compare uh, the amount of times you show up at certain position, comparing the amount of sales, like they want to to like in the ideal Amazon world, you would show up once, you would get one click, and you would get one conversion. And like what's closest to that number, I think that's that's going to make the difference. To be yeah. honest, I have no idea for, for the, the question that they asked. I was like, maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> cool. So, mm-hmm. okay then. Um, and yeah, eventually, just because you're going to increase your keyword relevancy, you're going to improve your uh, ranking. Um, your cost per click is going to go down. Um, and so you'll, you'll also be more likely to win better ad placements. So just like have better sponsored ranking. Um, and that's going to be at lower cost. So because Lazar, you f- for sure know this be- way better than me that, um, it doesn't matter how much you bid on the keyword as much as whether you are relevant for this keyword or not. Like you can, you can be, be, I don't know, $50 on a keyword that's not relevant to you and someone who is really relevant uh, for that keyword, they're going to bid, let's say, I don't know, $3. And they, well, I don't know, 53, I, I still think the one who is more relevant is more likely to win that ad placement. What, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like, there is one thing on other platforms that Amazon doesn't have yet. It's uh, called quality score when it comes to ads. And that's something that Amazon is currently missing, but it would be really useful to have it, to be honest, because like, um, it, it's also like, uh, like protecting uh, established sellers. You know, if you're selling something for years and I come there, and if I try to push sales just because I have like five thousand dollars to burn on PPC, uh, it wouldn't 
be logical. It wouldn't be fair for you, you know, because like you have history, you have traction. Um, Amazon algorithm already knows about the amount of sales that, that you're able to, to, to make through certain amount of first impressions and clicks and so on. And like, I, I, I would get some extra love by Amazon because of that honeymoon period at the beginning. But after that, if I don't show that I'm, I'm like more relevant or better than you, like I, I would drown somewhere in, on, on some third, fourth page. I don't know. So yeah, yeah it, it's you, you, you can always bid higher to protect your listing. Like that's something that I suggest. Like it's, it's better to, to like, bit more just to protect yourself from somebody else when when you want to like do cross selling or upselling on, on on your product listing page but like when it comes to Amazon when you want to attack somebody you want to make it a bit more profitable see so th- there is no high logic in, in like spending fifty dollars for one click if you ask me yeah that's that's true I totally agree um, and another thing that I uh, I wanted to add to this actually to just the topic of um, you know establishing your keyword relevancy and improving your sponsor ranking let's say because we are focusing on PPC today is that um, it's also a good idea to turn on your um, Asian targeting campaigns for very very relevant um, competitors that um, you have decent chance of you know getting some sales through them so let's say if they have i don't know thousands of reviews then it's not a good idea to do that but choose asins competitor asins that are super relevant that um are getting some sales some traction some traffic is going to those listings which you can check with um, some tools uh for sellers and um try to win some um sales from targeting those asins because as soon as you get a few sales through a certain ASIN, like from their product page, uh, you will automatically get indexed for all the keywords on that 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 ASIN is uh, ranking for. Well, almost all, let's say. So, for example, if they have some keywords that you don't even have in your listing, probably it's not going to do much. But um, those that's why I said you should uh, choose very relevant ASINs. That means you will have similar keywords with them. And you get a few sales through that listing, your keyword relevancy improves by a ton. It's super, super good hack. <laughs> so um, do it. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a really good advice, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So let's uh, move on. So the fourth is... Um, Oh, I think I have the same description here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so increasing the profitability of ads. Um, I think we basically covered it in number three that uh, once you establish better keyword. That's why you have the same description, you know. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I was supposed to have something else here, but uh, no okay. worries. <laughs> yep. So basically, your ads will become more profitable. Of course, when you just launch your product it's gonna cost it's gonna cost in um you know giveaways if you're doing that it's gonna cost in your ppc as well you will have higher cost per click higher just everything like you will have to spend money to rank but then it will pay for itself and eventually um your cost of advertising will start going down you will be uh, you will become more profitable with your ads and it will allow you to scale um your brand because you know, I don't know if anyone watching here is just doing like 
organic and not using any PPC, uh, but you should be using PPC because it complements your organic sales. And then you have just like bigger total of sales overall, just making more sales. And then it pushes your organic rank as well. So that's very important to kind of have them work in tandem together in, in combination, um, not just rely on organic sales, but um, use PPC as well, even if it seems unprofitable, even um, if you think you're losing money on it. Um, but let's say not too much money, but like just a little bit unprofitable, it, it will still pay to keep that PPC running just because then you will be making more organic sales to cover for that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, like I, I, I used to work in a company like that has like physical, still has physical stores. And the owner of the company had like really good saying telling like, I, like they're like Best Buy, but in Serbia and, and, he was like, I can give away hundreds of TVs every day in, in the store, but if I don't adver- advertise it, like nobody will come and, and take them away, you know. So mm. it's really important to, to advertise, especially at the beginning, and to, to allocate some budget for advertising, no matter if it's profitable or not. Especially like one of the, the things that we do in the agency, we always um, compare um, ad, ad sales versus total sales. And like in one of the previous episodes, Brent and me talked about Brent and I talked about uh, that with Sean Smith. And like there, there is one point in PPC when you start cannibalizing your your organic sales, like when yeah. you're pushing with PPC so hard that you're basically taking away organic sales. And like, but 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 like at some point, PPC is really good to. To increase organic sales as well, because like you're, you're increasing brand awareness. And one of the, uh, best indicators about how brand is strong or not for us, like when, when, when a client comes and like when we do the audit, we, um, basically compare the percentage of sales coming through PPC versus organic sales. And like if, if you get like 80% of all of your sales through PPC, like you're highly dependent on PPC, like, I, I, I own a PPC agency and like, I don't like to see that, you know, even though if if it's, it's an extra job for me, but like, on the other hand, like, you don't want your brand to be like highly dependent on, on advertising at that level. On, and on the other hand, like, if you have like 5% of your sales coming through PPC, maybe that's not the best thing as well, because your brand is probably way more known and like, you're not pushing enough, basically. Yeah. You, you can you can live like that. Like I, I saw some really big seven or eight figure sellers with literally zero campaigns on PPC. But like, if they if they created just a bit of them, they would definitely um, make more sales. We have Yana yeah. here as well. Hey, Yana. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so so sorry for for like moving away from the topic. So no, no, no. Yeah, it's very very uh, good advice for everyone. So what what would you say is the good percentage of your total sales that you should be investing into PPC? In, you know, like in, in in Douglas Adams' book, it's like forty-two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's 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 thirty-five. It's around thirty-five-ish. You know, it's. Like when it comes to your blended acres or real acres, call it as you wish, it's like spend as a percentage of overall revenue. 
you should have from five to maybe 13, 14% of your all overall revenue that you're making allocated to your um, advertising efforts. But when it comes to ad, ad sales, I would definitely say around 35-ish is absolutely fine. If you have like more than that, that's a really good indicator that you should do other stuff like ManyChat, for example, to try mm-hmm. to improve your organic sales, to try with, with bringing value to potential customers through through different channels, like like not paid channels, like create blog posts, then like try to do some live uh, live videos or stuff like that. That that, that would definitely help. Yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. Um, cool, cool. So this is very good advice. If check what's your what's the percentage uh, of spend compared to your total sales, and if you are investing into PPC, basically like under 10, 13%, then maybe you should consider um, investing more. And basically that will allow you to scale your brand. Yeah, you know you know what people usually ask? Like, what's the good ACUS when you launch the product? Mm. And, like, there is no universal answer that's going to fit everybody. Like, I'm pretty sure that everybody would be okay with 150% ACUS, which is like highly unprofitable but if it's making your organic sales go like up 10 times every other day yeah you know <laughs> and, yeah. If, and if your ppc sales are just like small percentage of overall sales so like if yeah. you level everything up and like if you have like some like at the beginning you need to push that that's kind of normal like i always try to to like replicate things that are happening like in in, in like retail rather than in e-commerce because it's like closer to a lot of people that way. Like if you open a physical store, like you're probably not going to be profitable on, uh, during the first month, you know, like it takes a couple of months to, for the people to, to get used to that, that your like grocery store is next door and like the, what kind of stuff are you selling? And maybe you're selling better products like organic food or stuff like that. So the same thing is with, with, with uh, PPC and like your Amazon sales. So you probably are great. If you're profitable from start, you're really happy person. Like (laughs) that's not happening for everybody. Yeah. I agree. I agree. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. So what's next? What's next? Next. What's next? What's next? Let's see. Uh, so the (laughs) next one is lowering the cost of your launch. Um, basically, uh, yeah, everyone's, everyone knows that, uh, you know, doing full price purchases through ManyChat driving the traffic, uh, it can be very costly and it's, yeah, it's expensive because you have to invest into Facebook ads. Then you have to, uh, basically re send the rebate of the pro- product price to the customer after they bought it. And so it, it adds up. Um, and that's why I believe some sellers don't want to do it because it's just expensive. However, it doesn't have to be 
as expensive as you would think it would be. So basically, the first one is that, for example, if you look, um, if you're doing your uh, research in Helium 10, let's say, it will give you like um, estimated daily uh, sales that you need to get for certain keywords to rank on page one. Um, and you will look at that and you will be like, wow, I need to give away so many units. Uh, that's a lot. That's too much. I can't. It's too, it's too much money. I, I don't I, I can't do this. But um, actually, that number it is for uh, if you are giving away your products on a big discount. So, for example, if you offer 50% off, 70% off promo codes that people are going to apply on Amazon before making the purchase, then that's the number of giveaways that you need to, to make, to, to have, in order to rank your product to page one. However, well, those giveaways are not as efficient as they used to be anymore. And with full price purchases, that amount is way lower. So typically you can just divide it by, let's say, 4x. And that's going to be the amount of rebates, full price purchases that you need, just because they have way more value for the Amazon algorithm um, when you get those sales. So that that's the first thing that's just your pro cost of your launch is going to be lower due to that. And the second thing is there's such a thing as add to carts. Um, basically, you will have like secret promo code campaign. It's also called uh, Wheel of Fortune. And uh, people will, so basically, it's like going to be like a giveaway, but people will not know what's the code that they're going to, they, they run until they apply it on Amazon. So they will get a promo code, which looks just like, I don't know, like 10 letters, and they need to copy it. Then they go to your listing, they add it to cart, and then they apply the promo code at checkout. And only then they will see what the value of the discount. And this way you're getting add to cart. And with add to carts, the, the, the goal is not to convert. It's just to add those add to carts and to drive the conversion into add to cart. So basically people who come to your listing, so sessions, um, what's the percentage of them who add the product to cart? Um, and if you do the combination of add to carts and rebates, it's going to be really powerful. You shouldn't do just add to cart carts as a standalone thing because um, then you will not have decent conversion rate. You will have a lot of people who go to the listing and then they drop off without making the purchase. But if you drive in rebates, so full price purchases as well as add to carts, which increases your um, add to cart ratio, then it's just a very powerful combo. And add to carts, they are they almost don't cost anything to to do them. Basically, you just pay for Facebook ads, which if you have this giveaway type of ad, it's very, very cheap, the, the cost per click, uh, cost into Messenger that you're getting. Typically, it's like under a, doll, under a dollar. You can get, um, I don't know, let's say 60 cents. You, you will get for, um, you'll have to pay for one person who goes into your bot and they receive the promo code and then they can go to Amazon and apply that code. And, some people will actually buy the product with that promo code, but it's going to be um, not that many people. Like typically, I would say like 10%, let's say. Most of the people, they will be like, oh, okay, this is not, let's say it's 75% off. I don't know. I still have to spend some money. Like if they really want this product, if it's a really good product, they will buy it. But some people will be like, oh, I don't know. I expect it 90% off. But once again, the goal here is not to convert. It's just to... In, improve the add to cart ratio and then just, just to be overall, sure sorry for for interrupting like that's like completely inside of like terms of service like you're allowed to do this kind of stuff um well you 
you are well in terms of service they kind of don't allow a lot of stuff you know what i would say everyone who is doing many chats they're kind of in the gray zone i wouldn't say like some people are in the black zone when they're using many chats uh but yeah, please, please don't share black stuff like we don't no, want no, that no no. <laughs> okay. no 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 i'm not gonna do that but in general like everyone who is using many chat they are in the gray zone and you need to understand that so if you want to stay completely white a uh, white hat then all those things that uh, sellers use many chat for for amazon they are probably just at least a little bit in the gray zone it, there is just no way around it um the only like white hat way that you can use a many chat as completely white is if you only use it to like tell people about the product launch and you just send them promo code and then you don't do anything like you don't like give them link to your i don't know you basically tell them like go to amazon.com and find the product but you don't like have them search find buy this kind of stuff um yeah, yeah. but a lot of people are using search find buy as i understand that's gray hat so basically everyone's using search find buy if they are using many chat they're using search search find buy most of the time but if uh, you want to be very honest about it uh the amazon doesn't allow to manipulate ranking and in the search find buys you are manipulating the ranking so just something to be aware of and then you okay. make the decision mm -hmm. okay that, that's really good to know yep okay so the next one is acquiring product reviews um so after you've already ranked your products and you're getting sales you're but you're still beginning and so there are a lot of competitors who, who have way more reviews than you you need to start working on your reviews and um i mean so basically you can either just let it happen on its own that way your review acquisition is gonna be pretty low um and it will just take you so much time to get to a certain number of reviews however like many people many sellers are trying to be proactive about it and uh so for example i want you to touch upon product inserts versus many chat so many sellers are using product inserts and um in there they have let's say a, a qr code and or a link and they say okay just uh, scan this qr code or visit this link and um you'll get some product for free but then when people actually do that the seller will have those people like leave a product review or something like that so like many people many sellers are doing it to be honest i'm not a fan of this strategy because you will have your stock on like uh, in the amazon warehouses and uh, they at any point they can inspect your stock and they will see what you're doing they will see your product inserts and they might not like it so um if you want to be more proactive about product reviews, but you don't want to leave very obvious traces like that, then I would recommend using ManyChat. You can um, you can target your customers and with Facebook ads, and then you can just build a relationship with the customers. And once again, you can be more uh, I mean more white hat with, uh, about it. You can be a little bit yeah, in the please, green please be white hat. <laughs> So for White Hat, you just build a relationship with your customers. You just uh, find out whether they like the product or not. You, if you don't want to, you can even like not ask about review, but you just like just build a connection with them. Try to offer something valuable, and then uh, if they are super happy with your with what you provide, they will just leave your reviews. So that's that's the very uh, White Hat way to do it. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
so yeah, alternatives here, I actually just wanted to say that basically the only alternative to product inserts or many chat that I see is just like letting it happen on its own. But um, it's not always the best strategy just because it just takes so much time to um, to to build your product review count these days. Um, and also all those like your competition has so many reviews that they built over the years that you need to be more proactive about it. Great. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, so the seven is, um, I just wanted to touch upon, you know, in general, um, getting more real estate on the Amazon platform and on your listing, just having more visibility there. So, uh, check your frequently bought together. They appear just under your listing. Um, basically your listing images <clears throat> is typically the first row and you will see, okay, frequently bought together these three products typically. And, um, some brands already have their own three products on there all the time. And, uh, so that's, that's really great. That means that you have very loyal customer base that they are buying your products in the same order. And that's why it's frequently bought together. It's just, it's really, really good that you don't just get customers who buy one kind of product, but they buy multiple products of your brand. Um, but if you don't have that, sometimes I just wanted, I know I say black hat here. I don't want to recommend anything, but I just wanted to warn, uh, uh, sellers that there are some other sellers who might be targeting your listing and they do some kind of manipulation with frequently bought together so that they appear on your listing, uh, in that section. So you need to do, you know, something about it, be proactive about it so that you have that, those, um, that real estate basically locked in for yourself and not let anyone manipulate your listing. Um, and yeah, so you can have buy one, get one promotions. It doesn't have to be through many chat actually. It can be, but it can also be, you know, you can set up those promotions on Seller Central, as well as, for example, you can buy, you can set up uh, product bundles, which is a pretty uh, new feature. And uh, people will be more likely to buy those products together as a bundle, which will also uh, positively affect your frequently bought together section. Cool. Great. Yep. And for PPC, it's why it's uh, important. Uh, just because let's say you paid for, you know, for this people to come to your listing, you paid for the click, they, and get, they are on your listing. But, um, so if you have some other products in the frequently bought together section, then you just kind of given, given up, um, that's that, um, placement and people might click on there and go to a different listing i know there are a lot of a lot of products being advertised on your product listing but so they can still do that but by trying to retain as much of the uh, placements on your listing as possible with your own products it's gonna increase the chances that you're actually gonna get that sale um and overall it's gonna be just more profitable for your brand in terms of just your ads and everything. You're going to get more sales. Awesome. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, about Amazon's choice placements, it's kind of also uh, has to do with the previous slide that we just uh, were talking about here. We will also talk about, um, winning more real estate for your product, but here it's going to not be the real estate on your listing. It's going to be, the one that you get in the search results. So <clears throat> if you have the Amazon's choice badge, then, 
people will be more likely to click on your on on the icon of your product in the search results. So it will improve your click through rate. Uh, both with PPC and just organic results. And it will give you, and also improve your conversion rate as well. And um, because people just will have more trust for your product and for your brand if it has the Amazon's Choice badge for certain keywords. And it will just give you extra visibility. It might even be that you will get one of those placements. There's um, basically in the search results, you have the first row, which is typically sponsored products. Then the second row, which is uh, organic results, the first for let's say organic results and then the next rows you can actually see the um, amazon's choice for this keyword this keyword this keyword and they are all similar keywords they are like in the same niche because you searched uh for some specific i don't know let's say you search for laptop and then it's going to be amazon's choice for laptop for laptop stand for laptop case like just next to each other and if you manage to um, win the Amazon's choice for sp some specific keyword, you will also be advertised on that section for free. And you will basically get one more spot on the search page for your product, not only sponsored and organic, but you will also have that one extra spot, which is really, really cool. Nice. That's really cool. Okay. Um, let's move on then. So taking advantage of attribution, um, basically, I would say that if you're doing, let's say, search find buys, don't use attribution um, because you just want to use different strategy there. But attribution is really, really great if you are promoting your broad, um, your product or your brand on social media or even with many chat or on your email and you want to track how many people actually buy that product. Um, so because... Sometimes it's confusing. Like, for example, for years, it's been like that. The brands would post um, their product on a page and um, the, they will see that there were some clicks, but they will have, have no idea how many um, sales they had. Because I know that in the past, you had to use like, you had to kind of direct the traffic to the store, right, Plaza? Mm -hmm. And then you could track conversions from there. Yeah, but still, yeah. Uh, 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 that option, like if you if you check analytics and uh, storefront, the only option that that you can see is like you you see only from that click, you know, like yeah. on, on the store. But like if somebody moved further, you wouldn't be able to see it. it. It wasn't like a real attribution. On the other hand, when you when you go to Amazon attribution, you have fourteen day window. Nice. So everything that. Um, made sale is attributed to that during 14 days. And that, yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's kind of tricky when you're an Amazon seller, um, because you're used to last click conversions, you know, like most of the time when you, when you check your, your Amazon store, like I, I, I know there, there are a lot of tools on the market that are like, making literally addiction to see like how many sales you made during the day and like you're, checking like every day every day and so on and like a couple of times a day and like like attribution is working a bit in a different way there, there is time needed to for for conversion to lay down and to, to see them in, in the interface so yeah. that, that, that's that's kind of challenge for for a seller to realize that it's not going to affect uh, the account in the same way but if if you're checking your uh, overall sales at the same time as 
like attribution goes, like, and if you see that there is growth in the other way, like it, it helps. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It helps. And also another benefit of testing attribution for your brand is that it will give you some new pieces of data that you never had before. And you will be able to optimize your listing basing based on those results that you get. So for example, one of those things is you will see how many people added the product to cart. So you'll basically be able to calculate what's the percentage of people who click, um, click on your listing and then they add the product to cart because uh, you don't get this information in business reports. You don't, you just know how many sessions you had, how many sales you had, just this kind of stuff, but you don't know how many people added the product to cart, which means what's the conversion into the add to cart. And then how many people actually purchased, which is another thing, which is maybe a lot of people for some reason drop off in the cart and they don't end up purchasing your product. So you will just be able to analyze the data and it will let you improve some things about your product. You will think, do I need to improve the that point where people are adding the product to cart somehow, or do I need to improve the point where they actually purchase in the product? So that's a really cool data. Yeah, definitely. That, 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 I, I think that's the only place where you can see I'm not really sure. So yeah. I, I remember a couple of years ago, you and me were checking like when attribution showed up, like it, it was two years ago in 2018. Um, and like we were checking what kind of links you can build there and like what kind of stuff you can do, what kind of stuff you can track. And people usually connect attribution to paid traffic, but it doesn't necessarily need to be paid traffic. So you can basically track your links from blog posts as well. Yeah. And that, that, that's the interesting thing. Like you, you, you can, you can obviously have paid content on some website, like when a news website with your product and to have a link. Uh, that, that has attribution um, UTM at the end, and you can still track it, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, for example, if right now you're posting pictures of your products every once in a while, like let's say, I don't know, a few times a week, you're posting something, some information about your product, don't just give the, uh, you know, Amazon page link that people just click and go directly to your listing, add attribution to it, which it's pretty easy to set up and then you'll be able to track what's the return on your social media. Like you're doing social media, you're investing money and um, well time, let's say, but sometimes money, if you're hiring someone like designer or social media person, <coughs> what's the actual return from that? That's very um, good. Also thing to analyze for your brand. Yeah. Yeah. I agree more. Nice. Okay. So we are actually at our final slide here. Um, the 10th way. So it's going to be about expanding your brand um, and just, you know, thinking outside of the box and uh, trying to grow it outside of Amazon. Because yes, Amazon is really great because you can get sales easily. Um, I mean, for example, if you want to sell your products on Shopify, you will have probably better uh, profit margins there, but um, you need to be, you know, you need to be an expert in marketing to get people on your website. Whereas 
With Amazon, it's way easier. You just get those customers. If your listing is decent, if you have decent images, decent quality of product, um, and you know, decent also keyword relevancy, all this kind of stuff that we talked about before, you'll just start getting sales. With Shopify, it's not like that, but eventually when you've already grown uh, your business on Amazon, um, you might want to consider growing it outside of Amazon to just have more, um, more stable business because Amazon, unfortunately, is very unstable, um, especially lately. It's just, uh, you know, all the new rules that it re- introduces and sellers are experiencing some issues with their accounts, even if they haven't done anything. It's just, you know, b- because the bots are checking your accounts and they might uh, ban your account, I mean, suspend your account just out of the blue. Maybe you just haven't done anything, but they just do that. And then you need to appeal. And it's just so much, um, um, I don't know, hassle and so much energy that you need to spend on that. Whereas basically by building that audience on ManyChat, email, it doesn't really matter. The only thing is that on ManyChat, you typically get way higher open rates and click-through rates than on email. But as long as you have this audience, which is a very important uh, business asset, you can just keep growing your brand in any direction you like. Yeah, uh, since, since we, I, I think we covered most of the, the talk about many chat sequence, but like people are usually thinking about many chat sequences when they think about their Amazon business. Like, can you give some ideas to the people, like how they can use many chat sequences on their website or like something that can help their, um, e-commerce, not only on, on, on Amazon, but on the, on their websites? Yeah, absolutely. So there are multiple things, actually. Uh, I would just say that you can use it in a very similar way to, to how you're using it uh, for Amazon. So you can, you can promote your products. You can promote your, let's say, Black Friday deal. You can um, send a um, message or email to your audience saying that you're launching a new product on your website. And this way, you have this audience to... Uh, notify about this and if they they already know your brand so they they trust you and they don't really mind buying from you on amazon or buying from you on shopify for example they just trust you and as long as you have that contact with them you can connect with them and you can basically promote any of your deals you can um yeah i would say that's probably most of the time that you would do um and you can also uh use ManyChat to set up let's say chat on your website to also do customer service you can create a customer service bot which is also gonna uh, make it easier for you to manage your customer service and uh, also on your website you can also have different uh, let's say banners it's gonna say the ba- you can create that banner inside of many chat and for example it's gonna say we have a new product launch uh, click here to I don't know get your coupon code or something and uh, yeah so there are many many um, many tools, many ways that you can use it for your website, but it's, it all comes down to one thing, basically making sales and to make sales, you need to keep promoting your products, keep uh, contacting your audience. It's actually, I even think it's a good idea to just email your audience, let's say every week, at least, even if you're not even offering any promo codes, you will still just emailing them about like some information in the niche in the topic that they should be interested in, um, based on which product they bought from you, it will keep you on the back of their minds and they will be more likely to go to your brand to buy this product or similar product again just because you're always on their minds 
reminding them about you so you can do that basically marketing uh with many chats awesome awesome mm -hmm. those are all great ideas well thank you so much julia uh i have just one more question if somebody wants to reach out to you like what's the best way how to do it yeah so you can even re reach out to me in the bot so if you already scanned it, just send me a message <laughs> and I'm going to get back to you. Uh, if not, um, you can email me, julia at amzlaunchbots.com or just find me on Facebook, Julia Kirtoka, just like you see on the screen right now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for the conversation today. And I think it was super helpful and useful. Uh, and hopefully we'll talk soon once again. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, thank you again for inviting me. You've been a great host as always. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much. So, guys, this was, this was Julia, and I hope that you liked it. Please send us uh, an email on ask at wildppcbunch.com or reach out to office at sellersalley.com. If you have any questions, you already know how to reach out to Julia. And basically, that's it for today. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.